for one IP to get recognized, it has to be number one, it has to be accepted by everyone basically. Why Rift? I think there are people who play and like the games. It's just that it needs more in terms of character, in terms of people who spoke about it in order for it to become like Mobile Legends. Hello everyone, Joseph here and welcome to Esports Takeout. Today on the show we have Shah Badro. As some of you may know, Shah is the president of Gen Bijak. His team collaborates with government authorities to organize esports games for high school students in Malaysia. What they have done is incredible because they were able to get endorsements from the education board to allow students to represent their school and compete in video games. Because we are recording in the comforts of our home, you may hear background sounds. So we do apologize for the sound quality this time. Nonetheless, it was a fruitful discussion, mainly speaking about the development of Wild Rift and Mobile Legends in the sea region. We first asked about an update on his competition. Just to update, if in terms of program-wise, we are currently in the third series mm-hmm. of Generasi Isukan Skola. So the tournament is on every weekend, starting from uh, the last two weeks. So this week will be another tournament, lah. Basically, yeah. so yeah. everything is going well for us. Basically, uh, the tournament. Uh, I I just gonna mention you the, the concept of the tournament. Yeah, the tournament is they will be playing in the state on their state towards the end of the month. Uh, who the top four of each state. Will actually represent their state in a basically what you call it kebangsaan lah. Uh, that one is next month on uh, August. Uh, at the moment, we only do Mobile Legend because okay. uh, previously uh, last year we did uh, ML and, and also PUBG. It's just that uh, I think PUBG for for Java type people, they don't like that very much lah because I think yeah. the, the the skeptic was ganas a lot of shooting. Even though, mm. uh, even though I can say PUBG is not that violence in terms of when you shoot, and then we, we when the person got hit, it turns into box, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. for us lah, basically, it's not that graphic lah. <laughs> It's just yep. that we have to we have to obey their their rules lah basically. For Mobile Legend, there's 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 not be a, any big issue for Mobile Legend because they see that as fictional character, so that one should be no problem. Is that a rationale that you pick Mobile Legend as a game? Uh, number one because for schools we need to have teams. Let's say for example, if we were to choose uh. PES or FIFA football games, right? That one normally it's one on one, and they need to have console in order for them to play uh, FIFA. Mm. PES you can do you can do uh, mobile, but then in order for you to live stream that that game, either one of the player must do the I mean the live lah. Not like Mobile Legend, you can be yeah. inside as a referee, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so 
that's that's one of the reason we choose mobile legend lah because we need to have a team game so that inside there we can actually nurture good communications between the players teamworks our program is actually not looking into the development of them playing the game is actually more than that we we are just using any types of game as a tools to promote those that I mentioned just now communications and also we wanted them to engage with the the teachers themselves like since we started this thing ah he went on to explain that the schools are starting to recognize esports games as one of their core curriculum activities due to the pandemic as people are unable to gather and play sports playing online games appeared to be an asset for the schools to conduct activities for the students number 1 because they cannot do uh, like you mentioned just now gathering together people now 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 right like most that we know that uh, most of the co-curriculum activities requires them to uh, gather and then to yeah like like conventional way lah basically so now i think yeah exactly. they, yeah, yeah there are some schools that actually recognize this e-sport as a cocoa activities it's just that uh they are not they they don't have a system where they can put e-sport where they can choose e-sport as cocoa activities at the moment not yet but i think i think it's not going to be long for that to happen lah one of the states uh, so far that uh, that are taking longer to get to approve you know your the the programs uh because i think one of the biggest reason is uh the pdpr because they are now currently focusing on how to improvise this pdpr system because even though we have run pdpr for uh almost two years right uh, one year lah, from uh, march 2020 until now uh, apparently this system is not it's not that uh, steady yet uh they are they are still challenges for teacher to to give out the the, the teaching the homework then there are still challenges for student to receive from teacher we went on to discuss about a news where Amihan Esports an esports team was banned from competing in all official Riot Games esports. What happened was that the team had violated an age restriction policy of a Wild Rift tournament. A player playing for their team was 16 at the time of the competition. But that competition had a minimum age requirement of 17 years old. What Amihan did was that they forged documents to misrepresent the player's actual age. The matter was investigated and Amihan was caught. The player got a 9-month ban, the former team manager got 12-month ban, and the team owner is banned indefinitely from all Riot Games esports. Organizing a tournament for minors requires the organizers to thread carefully. Shah's team, having organized several tournaments for high school students, had this piece of advice. For us, when we receive their applications, the application form we go through because uh we normally what, what we check lah like, the id lah like, basically the id of the ml right number one we cannot have duplicate duplications of id we do have the cases like this now we do have the cases where <laughs> we do have cases where the parents they do not give any consent for the uh, i mean son or daughter to play because we know they play 
but then we still need to have consent from parents. We, we do have this kind of issues and then we will actually reject the application first and then we text them saying that okay, this is what you did wrong. This is what you need to adhere to. The entry must be from the same school, cannot be from different school, campo campo there. Uh, and then parents also must give their consent. They must they must put in their email address or their, their phone number so that we can verify. I think us is different because our program relates to schools, relates to Jabatan. We, even though it's, it looks like it's an open tournament, but then it's still strict to that that particular guideline that was set by Jabatan. Yeah, and I think your in your case is even more sensitive, right? Because those those are students who are playing, right? Those are yes. um, considered minors who are yes, joining yes. your tournaments, right? So you yeah. have to be strict in that sense, right? Uh, Wei Jian, yeah. we'd just like to get your thought on this, huh? Um, so, um, I did some research, lah. I realized, saw, I saw that Bukha won the Fortnite World Cup at sixteen years old, two years ago, I think. Yeah. And even in Dota, Sumail won TI at 16 years old and he officially won um, major tournaments when he was 15. Mm -hmm. So yep. my question is, uh, do you think that this sort of uh, age restrictions, right, it would actually deter the development of uh, the Wild Rifts in this space? In my opinion, I don't think it deters. Um, I think if anything, it is just as much as it is just a different game. So I don't believe age plays as much of a factor uh, in terms of whether it will affect a game or not. Um, what I will say is that because of how well-established ML is, especially like, you know, what, what Shai is saying, the market that we have in this region and everything like that, ML has a very big backing. ML has a very big thing. And I, I actually have a friend. Um, He's currently based in Johor. But, uh, he's in university in Johor at the moment. And we were just having a chat the other day. We were talking about, oh, you know, he was playing games with his friends. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, mobile games. Yeah, which, which ones do you play? They're like, oh, uh, we, we play Mobile Legends. I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought, you know, I know some of you who play League of Legends. Why didn't you play Wild Drift? And the one thing that came to mind, this was the one thing that he said. We have one friend who doesn't know how to play League of Legends, or who doesn't understand it as well, and he, because he came from Dota. And because of that, we all went to Wild Drift because it's something that all of us has at one point in our time played before. And that mm -hmm. is, to me, that to me is, is more of the factor as to whether it will affect the development of a game or at least the pro scene would really be more of the, 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 the people who are playing it, the surrounding circumstances, the market, how it's marketed, and how the professional scene is welcoming new players. I think uh, to echoes again your 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 saying about ML, uh, uh, not to compare, but then the the community for ML. I think because I think it it came earlier than Wireef, right? I think yeah. the community yeah. is there. Every state, every daerah, you, you call it, uh, they have this community of people playing, and the good thing about them also, this the the ingenious about them lah. They appoint a community community heroes at different mm. state, different different uh, level mm. uh, to organize a mini tournament every weekend. This is basically right. how and why they they still can sustain lah. Even though if you see in terms of character wise, the setting of the play, I think it's it's just similar to Dota and similar to why Reef? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's why that's why I think they win. They win because they have community. 
on their side. I will say that Wild Drift players, or at least I think we had uh, we had uh, just shout for you to know as well. We had uh, we invited Bajaya uh, uh, Dragons uh, team manager for Wild Drift on the last time, and he was sharing to us about you know how professional league players have transitioned into uh, Wild Drift players, and, and that has been a common trend at least for this region. In your view, in your industry, and what you've seen, you know, do you see that happening from Mobile Legends to Wild Drift? Uh, for me, we conducted a survey first, just to have a look uh, at the our audience because we, because our market is very niche. So we have to actually study our market first, then only we can offer something. But for Wireef, I'm not sure because number one, in order for one IP, one game to become popular, they must have an icon. And I think we have a lot of icon in Mobile Legends. And also, I think the price pool for open tournament for Mobile Legends, it's, I think it's bigger than Wild Rift. Which, which, which leads us to a nice segue, actually, on the second news, where it was just announced um, yesterday, actually, by the uh, Riot Games. It's an announcement by the head of Wild Rift Esports. They plan okay. to build a new ecosystem uh, that is self-sustaining for Wild Rift, and mm-hmm. they want it. They want Wild Rift to be the first truly global mobile esports. Oh. So they say that they will invest a lot of uh, energy and I, I suppose money into okay. grassroots. They will try to make watching esports on the phone a better experience because okay. they say that um, 40% of people uh, watch um, um, the games on their phone. They have not yet tell us how they are exactly going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it remains to be seen. Lah, and time will only tell whether or not they are successful. But I mean, if there's any developers that you back, I think Riot Games will be one of them. Lah, because Riot Games has been very successful so far. I think that is an opportunity itself also. Uh, if we are able to contact Riot Games. Because of the similarity, it's easier for us to convince. Uh, Jabatan or, or Kementerian because if Riot Games produce uh, games like CODM or PUBG at the moment it's very hard for us to convince. Just Weijan, just want to get your view on like last week we had the discussion with the with Eduardo and he says oh, that okay. uh, Wild Rift is not not going to <laughs> going to take some time. Uh, mobile mm-hmm. Legends still going to be the leading player. But having seen this announcement by Riot Games themselves, uh, mm-hmm. whether or not you see there's a, an, an opportunity for Wild Rift to take over this region? Uh, I think as much as I am going to be biased to Wild Rift because I'm the few people who play it, uh, I still want to say that it's still going to be an uphill battle. Uh, I would definitely yeah. say that. I think with how organizations at least in this region have put so much effort and resources into Wild Rift, it would be difficult to convince them unless they have the necessary funding to become like a Western organization and fund multiple teams, it would definitely be a stretch. And um, I take that directly from looking at the League of Legends competitive scene uh, prior years back when it was just the Malaysian League. Even then, it was a difficult uh, time for esports teams to operate and fund a, a, a successful or at least uh, an expensive uh, organization and they usually mm-hmm. only focus on one team. With this region the way it is, it may take a while for organizations 
to pick and choose, you know, which which one do they want. And I think in terms of where the price pool is, uh, as much as organizations are people coming together to play games, mm-hmm. they also need to, uh, they need to make some funding, they need to stay relevant. And, and that comes from, to a certain extent, the price pool as well. So with all these factors into account, you know, based on this announcement, I don't think there's anything we can say because they haven't revealed, you know, what's the big plan, what's the next big step for them in terms mm-hmm. of globals. Are we going to have uh, a world's level event for that as well? And again, I don't think it's that much because prior to the launch of Wild Drift, they also launched another game called Teamfight Tactics. Mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. on League of Legends. There's also a competitive scene there. Um, okay. But again, even that scene is not as expensive. That mm-hmm. scene kind of, uh, it was it was hyped up, it was hyped down. So it, 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 it was a hit or miss, right? Um, and I would say that Wild Drift, yeah, it has a bit more backing than Teamfight Tactics. Uh, it has a bit more grounding. It has a, li- a bit more relevancy. But if you are talking about hitting this region, Southeast Asia, it's definitely going to be an uphill battle and it will take a while. Uh, and, and sh- in terms of, in terms of Southeast Asia themselves, Southeast Asia itself, huh? I'm not sure whether how the response is in Thailand, Indonesia, in Philippines, for example, for Riff, right, at the moment. Because... I'm not sure whether we are not looking for that news or the news doesn't come to us. But for other games, like for what Tencent have done, what for Moonton have done, even though we are not looking for that news, it's here. We can easily yeah. find the news. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so I think it's probably because of the marketing. Like, I think they need to find some icon first. Then only they can actually expand or maybe if they want to take over. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... So I... So I think I understand when Wild Rift first uh, was first announced, one of the players that played the game or promote the game was Solos actually. But yes. now I'm not sure whether he's playing Wild Rift or he's back to mobile. So I think I think you're right there. You they they require a community manager or community yeah, hero as you say to yes. promote the game, right? If not, they're right. just gonna lose out to. Uh, PUBG, Free Fire, and yeah. Mobile so Legends. Yeah. If you look at if you look at you know how how the games are being, you just go on to Twitch. You know Twitch. You have the feature where you just look at games and how who is streaming them. That yeah. although it's not a very big indicator nowadays because there's so many other platforms, it does give some form of indicator as to which games are more popular, which games people are viewing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wild Drift is de- definitely not in 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 uh, top there at the moment. Uh, yeah. The problem with creating icons is that um, you got to have someone new, right? Because yeah. uh, if let's say people who port from other games, other popular games, if they are really popular in those games and they come to Wild Rift, then people will still um, think of them like, when they think of them, they think of their old games. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They will associate him as correct. from their, the previous game. Correct. So, so that's yeah. the problem. That's a yeah. um, difficulty, right? It won't work because because I think you need the charisma uh, also. You need yeah. the likabilities. You need the yeah. yeah. In terms of one one of the games to be associated with that only that person, right? Like like now, if we, if we if we we if we say who Mushi, I think they mm-hmm. know already. He played Dota, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though he played Absolutely. Wild Rift, people will know he he played Dota. Correct. Something like that yeah. because. Yeah, that's it's, it's it's there already. It's already done. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking about 
mobile games that are up and coming. Uh, there's also the new Pokemon one that is that was just, I believe, recently <laughs> up and running. It's called Pokemon Unite. I would say that that would be a good comparator in terms of how established franchises, established characters or fan-favorite characters come into another gaming uh, scene mm-hmm. to kind of set up something similar and to see how effective it is, you know, to see which yeah, organization yeah. is doing it better or which developers are doing it a lot better than the other. Any final thoughts, uh, Weijian? We'll start with you on Wild Rift and whether or not this Pokemon Unite would actually <laughs> take it over does. instead. Will it upstage Mobile Legends and, and Wild Rift? I think that would be, we'll see in September and see how that goes. Uh, I think, like I said, I think at the end of the day, Wild Rift has a hill to climb. It is definitely going to be a while more before we see more of it. But mm-hmm. I think as Shah mentioned very succinctly, very nicely, is that at the end of the day, it's on marketing. Who are they going to get to represent Wild Rift in this region, in this area? Mm-hmm. There's so many players, so many professionals. They don't even have to be professional streamers that, that can take that brand and bring it to the next level. The question is who and how are they going to support this, this person? In order for that to be a professional scene, there needs to be an established community. So I think we will wait and see and see how this this thing uh, develops. Uh, with the new announcement, we'll see the next level of initiatives and what they're coming next. Yeah, because I think that for one IP to get recognized, it has to be, number one, it has to be accepted by everyone, basically. Why Rift? I think there are people who play and like the games. It's just that it needs more in terms of character, in terms of people who spoke about it in order for it to become like Mobile Legends. Lah. I think Mobile Legends themselves, they announced before uh, September last year, the download is only 500 million. It doubles uh, yep. this year, not even how many months. So right. yeah, you, you can see, right? So if let's say Wireef want to be or want to be in the same league as Mobile Legends, they need to actually get the ball rolling, basically, to get someone to become an icon and help promote that. Thank you for listening to Esports Takeout. If you enjoy our content, please consider subscribing and leave a review. Thanks so much.